Welcome to the Contemplative Corner, a quiet place to rest your mind and renew your soul. My name is Ben Melomeyer, and today I will be sharing with you a poem. Uh, the poem is from a book called Love Poems from God, 12 Sacred Voices from the East and West. Before I read you the poem, I want to give you a little bit of background to the author, St. John of the Cross, to provide you with some context. So St. John of the Cross lived in 1542 to 1591 in Spain and has long been recognized as one of the world's great mystic poets. His verse reveals a tender experience of divine communion. When St. John was 25 years old, he met St. Teresa, uh, who was in her 50s. Some, some traditions suggest they fell in love in the kind of purest sense. In 1568, John started the first reformed ministry in a dilapidated farmhouse that Teresa had received from a benefactor. In 1572, he became the confessor for the nuns at the convent where St. Teresa was the prioress. In 1577, as a result of his attempted reforms and the alliance with St. Teresa, he was kidnapped and imprisoned. For much of the nine months in which St. John was in prison, he was confined to a tiny cell, actually something more like a closet, uh, in which he could not even stand up. On a regular basis, he was brought from his cell and beaten by some of the priests to the extent that he became permanently crippled. The prison was actually in the basement of a monastery, uh, and one night the head of the monastery pulled St. John from his tiny cell and beat him promising that he would be released if he would just abandon the reform movement. Within months of this, he miraculously escaped his confinement, and the most prolific period of his writing uh, followed this time in his imprisonment. So I'll tell you the story, uh, not to make a virtue out of his suffering, uh, but to give context to the poem that I'm sharing with you. Um, this poem I like because it is light, and fun and in a way it's kind of cheeky but it's also profound and sad and hopeful I think the sadness and the hopefulness uh, that is present uh, it gets drawn out further by the context of, of John's life so as you listen to the poem I encourage you to maybe on the first time through because I'll read it I'll read it twice uh, first time through just let it wash over you try not to analyze it or, or yourself as you listen just be present to the rhythm and to the moment. But the second time, I encourage you to employ the contemplative practice of imagination. Put yourself in the picture. Imagine the scene in rich detail if you can. Be attentive to your emotions and listen to what these feelings might be teaching you. In the Ignatian tradition, reflecting and reflected in the prayer of examine, God speaks to us through our emotions. So be attentive to those things uh, as you listen to it the second time through. One final note, I'm going to change one small word in the poem. Uh, St. John, in his context in Spain, speaks of a rabbit. I'm going to say wombat instead, uh, because I'm an Australian, and I'm here in this context I think putting it in this context makes sense and avoids some of the complexity that comes with rabbits in Australia. I'm going to read the poem now twice 
and then after the second reading, I'll end the podcast with uh, no further commentary, and you can just sit with it as long as it feels right. I was sad one day and went for a walk. I sat in a field. A wombat noticed my condition and came near. It often does not take more than that to help at times. To just be close to creatures who are so full of knowing. So full of love. That they don't chat. They just gaze with their marvellous understanding. I was sad one day and went for a walk. I sat in a field. A wombat noticed my condition. And came near. It often does not take more than that to help at times. To just be close to creatures who are so full of knowing. So full of love. That they don't chat. They just gaze. With their marvellous understanding.